Learn and Learn podcast episode number 4 and today it is story time so you can sit back and grab a cup of coffee or tea depending on whichever one you prefer and this is the story and it's a badass story of the only unsolved hijacking case in the history of commercial aviation So this is a story of November the 24th 1971 and it happened in the northwest region of the United States and it was a Thanksgiving Eve a nondescript man who appeared to be in his mid 40s and about 6 feet tall bought a $20 ticket for Northwest Orient Airlines flight 305 he gave his name as Dan Cooper which later obviously turned out to be a fake Shortly after boarding the flight, Cooper settled into his aisle seat which was at the rear end of the aircraft. Then in classic Bond style, he lit a cigarette and ordered a bourbon and soda. After the flight took off, he handed a note to Florence Schaffner, a 23-year-old flight attendant. "I have a bomb in my briefcase," it read. "I want you to sit next to me." Schaffner did as instructed. Cooper then told her the rest of his demands, $200,000 in cash, and he also ordered four parachutes delivered on the landing at the next airport. Now, while the police and the staff on the ground scrambled to assemble the money and the parachutes, the pilots flew in circles above the airport. The passengers were told that a minor mechanical issue had forced the plane to unfuel. thus prolonging the flight that would normally take only about 30 minutes after 3 and a half hours in the air the 727 finally landed having received the money and the parachutes cooper dismissed all 36 passengers and two of the six crew members so he kept the other four crew members on the plane with him the plane then refueled and took off for cooper's next requested destination which was Mexico via Reno Nevada to refuel During the first leg with the crew locked in the cockpit DB Cooper lowered the rear end stairs of the aircraft and parachuted into a thunderstorm with the cash strapped to him He has never been found since fucking balls of steel the audacity which also happens to be the topic for this episode not coincidentally of course we'll talk about audacity being audacious the opposite of being cowardly of being timid of being afraid and how it applies to saying fuck it to the society escaping the herd and doing whatever the fuck you want to do now db cooper was never to be seen again and the fbi scrambled a lot to find who this guy was they rounded up hundreds of suspects but after i think 20 years they finally closed the investigation even though there were a lot of people who came forward and uh, and had their own conspiracy theories as to who this guy would be some even going as far as saying that they are db cooper and uh, there was a lot of hype around this db cooper guy around that time because what he did single-handedly hijacking a commercial airline getting the bribe and then successfully 
getting the fuck out of there and that too by skydiving into a fucking thunderstorm i think it is pretty safe to say that it was pretty fucking audacious of him now audacity what does it mean if we look at the definition audacity it is the courage or confidence of a kind that other people find shocking or rude now it is very interesting to me how the word rude is also included in the definition in a sense that if you're being audacious some people might find it rude all of them may find it shocking but some of them will also find it rude now before going ahead quick side note i'm not i'm not supporting the acts of bb cooper i'm not saying that hijacking commercial airlines is a good thing before someone you know comes at me i'm just talking about the innate quality of audaciousness here now audacity is defined as the courage or confidence now we only need these two things for making bold moves which could be quitting your job approaching that girl you really like hijacking a plane i'm getting starting out with your own venture now all of these things include risk and if you make the bold decisions of taking that risk anyway your behavior would be referred to as being audacious since you're doing something that is putting you out there in the open in the unknown territory in the space which you're not familiar with it puts you out of your comfort zone and it gives you a real world feedback it is almost like a cold bucket of water splashed over your head because at that moment you feel so vulnerable and unsafe and so out there so making these bold moves clearly requires balls or a high risk appetite in a more professional sense of words and making these bold decisions in the long run often makes you unapologetic audacious people are unapologetic they would not tiptoe around your line of bullshit they will just go ahead and risk everything which is why some people find it rude that these people have the audacity of doing such a thing because it doesn't fall in line with their own sense of a normal quote unquote normal behavior which is why again you do not see a lot of audacious people around you because these are rare and it is hard to make bold moves you know you get these little weasels in your head which keep you from jumping into the unknown which want you to stay in your safe zone and to not risk it your mind tells you to stay wherever you are right now and to not go out in the open which can also be linked to the spotlight effect of you being conscious that too many people are looking at you right now which is clearly one of the consequence of you making a bold move if you make a bold move that will be something out of the ordinary and people look at things that are out of the ordinary so if you do make a bold move you risk being in the spotlight and our brain our mind tries to protect us from a likely embarrassment which you might face and a lot of people might witness that failure hence what we end up doing most of the times is we make excuses and we take the safer route which more often than not means not taking 
the bold move and staying wherever the fuck you are right now so in normal circumstances your brain will try to protect you from all this risk and keep you safe but there are ways in which you can trigger your quote unquote audacity actually just two of them and one of them includes getting drunk and i know you love it i love it we all love it alcohol fucking makes you audacious it puts you out there and you suddenly find the guts within yourself to express yourself openly which is again why it is the most famous route for being audacious you know you see in movies or tv shows that people get drunk in a bar and then they call up their boss to say that they quit which just shows that in order to make these bold moves people often take the help of alcohol the other way is pretty straightforward and and it's not certainly not very likable and it is to take fucking action now in order to take action certainly to make a bold move you need to be desperate enough to finally be so tired of your shit that going into the unknown becomes the only option for you you need to be at such a low point in your life that finally making that bold move seems like the only option and that place of desperation pushes you to fucking risk it all finally now some people are more audacious than the other because there is also a genetic aspect of being risk averse of being audacious you find some people to be naturally more risk taking than the others and being naturally more unapologetic about their behavior so there certainly is a genetic component attached to it but as with any other thing this is something that you can inculcate within yourself by taking fucking action and it is very painful to not get me wrong which is again why most people won't get this and they won't take important bold moves in their lives until it gets too late and then they look back and see what they could have done and should have done but they didn't which is regret again not a cool feeling and there also will be people around you who will ridicule you for taking these audacious actions and they'll scold you for not living like a normal person and doing something that is not in line with the society's values so if you're quitting your job you'll get 100 people telling you to not do it to not quit this safe and stable platform that you have for living your life to not go out there and take the risk because you might be rendered jobless now of course you need to have a plan before quitting a job because that would be because that would be stupid of you to just quit your job and do nothing but even if people have a plan of uh, you know starting out their new venture or something there will be people who more often than not would be their own colleagues and their family and their friends who will tell them not to do so and obviously there will be some who will support your decisions but most people out there will advise you to stay in the line and to not take unnecessary risk what if you tell that girl that you really like her but she rejects you what will happen then it'll be fucking embarrassment your brain tells you shit like this in order to protect you from that pain and keeps you where you are right now but 
being audacious makes you call these things out and say fuck it and doing those things anyway even if they're not in line with the society's quote unquote values and when you take these bold decisions for example leaving your job for doing something that some people find stupid or crazy they'll try and pull you back and put you in the same box as them in being an ideal citizen of this society now this quote from sadguru is something that really resonates with me and hits on this point and it goes something like this human consciousness should shape society society should not shape individual human consciousness so this idea of you following the society's values is bullshit because society is nothing society is nothing without its individuals and societies evolve from the collective evolution of the individual consciousness so people will say what about the community so you need to understand that it is you that make up the community and not the other way around and patrice o'neil a legendary comedian who died back in 2011 i think he said this line happy king happy kingdom which really hits home the point that i'm trying to convey here so if you are someone who believes in this purity fantasy that you're just supposed to just get your education get a degree try and get a good job start paying off your student loans uh getting married straight afterwards and having kids then in your late 20s then this podcast is not for you because even though i do not have a problem with people doing that why would i have a problem with that as there are people out there who are living this life and who and who are completely happy with their lives and more power to them for living this life and being happy because at the end of the day that's what you want but if you feel that you're supposed to do all these things in order to be an ideal citizen of the society then you my friend are dead wrong and there will be people who will uh, say that taking risks is not always practical to which i'll obviously agree but it actually also makes sense to be more risk averse and to be more audacious because your current routine in which you currently feel safe and sound will also kill you but because it feels good and safe right now you decide not to take action but in the long run in 20 years from now 30 years from now 50 years from now when you look back and you see that you've passed all your life regret will take over and you see so many old people having these regrets how they feel that they should have done that particular thing which they didn't do because it required them to sacrifice on something else you know how they should have left that particular job how they should have gone on that long vacation which they had a chance to go to how they should have traveled more and met more people in general it depends on people to people what their regrets are but regret is my greatest fear but this idea of routine will keep you safe is bullshit because because it is fucking lethal but you won't realize it until it is too late now people also say that taking these bold moves can sometimes be selfish what you're doing is selfish and i would on some level agree to that because yeah you're trying to change yourself and maybe it is good to be selfish you know you put your own oxygen mask before saving others in order to help the world if that's what you want to do even in order to help the world you need to be good at something yourself 
and in order to be good at something you need to take risks and be audacious because it trickles down if you want to save the world start with yourself and as jordan peterson famously says clean your damn room because that is your little territory of which you have a total control over that is the only territory you have a control over so people who go around rallying and blaming politicians of doing things this way or that way which are certainly young people nowadays it is a message for them to get your own life together in order first before going out and trying to change the world which is obviously a no- noble cause which are doing trying to change the world but before you go about doing that why don't you clean your own damn room first because if you cannot clean your own room of which in which you live i don't think you'll do a decent job in handling a whole fucking nation so kind of sidestepped here to explain that point but yeah clean your room now gary kasparov the former chess world champion he has this quote it goes something like this A brilliant strategy is certainly a matter of intelligence but intelligence without audacity is not enough so you might be a smart fucking person who understands all these things but if you do not take action then it will be for nothing so ideally just pure talent will not necessarily get you anywhere but talent plus audacity will make you fucking unbeatable because certainly there are people out there who have already heard all this shit and who also ironically agree with all of this but if they do not take action even after knowing all these things this really fucks them up mentally you know they get bitter and they then lead a normal average life with a big what if in the backs of their heads So it is a sad sad feeling when you know what you should be doing but you still do not do it until it is too late. So yeah, I think I would like to stop now with my rant on audacity and I certainly hope that you take away something from this and that you realize that being audacious is really the only sensible way to live because you have to realize that we are only here for a brief little amount of time we tend to forget that and even for this short amount of time if you live according to standards set by other people by the society then you're really doing a disservice to yourself and you have to acknowledge the fact that being born on this planet as a human is a real fucking privilege you know you could be born here as a fucking rabbit and be eaten by one of your predators by the age of 5 you know so it really fucking sucks to be a rabbit but you are a human and you do not have to worry about those things so i think it's pretty cool to be a human i think we are living in a best case scenario if you are a human you're pretty fucking lucky so go out do not hijack a plane for fuck's sake it was just an example that's disclaimer number 2 take calculated risks which you think will make you better in the long run pay less heed to what the people around you are saying but also don't be so ignorant that you do not listen to anyone and end up doing some stupid shit make bold moves you'll fail but at least you won't live with a regret in the back of your head as to how you should have done something but you didn't so yeah and i would also just like to give uh, credits for this episode to Tom Torero who has 
his own podcast he's a big inspiration for me and he has a similar episode on audacity and i took the inspiration of the db cooper story from his podcast and this guy is a complete definition of being audacious and his podcast name is uh, black sheep bandit which also suggests his nature and his view on life so definitely check him out now you can also watch movies which also highlight these values if you may and these are mostly heist movies you can uh, you can watch oceans 11 uh, that's a really good one there is special chubbis which i'm sure most of you would have watched already there is also this uh, classic movie by the name the old man and the gun it is a movie about forest tucker and it's a story about this bank robber and his audacious escape from san quentin at the age of 70 to an unprecedented string of heists that confused the authorities and enchanted the public so that was the description of the movie not me describing the movie actually i wish my vocabulary was that good though anyway i think this brings us to the end of this episode you'll hear from me again and good evening and goodbye